Peterborough. This is PCR. For many communities. This is PCR.
Ah, good evening, Rodri. Uh, Dot Mason Show, Peter City Radio, 103.2 FM. We started a show there with uh, artists, or artists called uh, Telephys and a song called uh, The Age of Kling. I think that was the Kling Clang Mix. Anyway, I dedicate that one to uh, Mr. Michael Day in Bourne and Mr. Tony, no, Mr. Tony Wilshaw in Bourne and Mr. Michael Day in Market Deeping because I know they both like uh, uh, that sort of music. Uh, this is a band from Poland for a jump on, I'll tell you what. Right, start again. Right. <laughs> Live, we've had 15 tracks sent into the show this week. International tracks from Poland, Germany and the USA. And our live guest this evening is said Thompson and his band. Good cock-up to start to the show. Now, this is a band from Poland called Izzy and the Black Trees. Uh, the song's called uh, Liberate. And it's a great track also. I see it around her eyes. She's charismatic at a figure. Spreading charms of a dirty democracy. Trust her I'm tamed and humble Wishes well Nothing can stop her I am a beacon A radiant beacon I am the sparkle Seducing tonight I see the crowds Waiting at a turn now I love the way They change Run of my eyes. 
Poland's uh, Izzy and the Black Trees with a song called uh, Liberate. I don't know what happened at the beginning of the show. They completely lost my mind. Does happen now and again. Totally cock up the show. There we go. Can't do nothing about it. I'll dedicate that Izzy and the Black Trees song to uh, Stuart and Heather up in uh, Nottingham. This is Locals and Morphics and an instrumental called Curse of the Morphics. <laughs> The Morphics and uh, Curse of the Morphics are uh, taken from their recent EP. I'm sure we'll be hearing more from the Morphics next week. This is Manchester's uh, Sinclair. It's a live track and it's called The Killing Fields. Great track it is. <laughs>
Not bad for a live track at all. That was a Sinclair and a song called The Killing Fields. Uh, this is a bon- Bond. This is a band uh, from Australia. They go by the name of Percher, and the song's called Rock Bottom. <laughs>
Oh yeah, Australia's poetry on a song called uh, Rock Bottom. If you want to send a uh, track into the show, please email me at dotmason at sky.com. We'll take a listen. Promise to listen to every single one. This is a band by the name of Electric Enemy, and the song's called Bleed Me Dry. And that's not my wife. go great track there that was uh electric enemy and bleed me dry one more track to go before we go live with our guests this evening the seb thompson band that's what i'm calling them the seb thompson band there we go uh this is a band called the uh, great alone a song called prism Yeah. 
Grace Lone and a song called uh, Prism. Now it's time to go to our live guests this evening. Good evening, Mr. Seb Thompson. How are you doing? Well, not bad. Fine, thank you very much. Are you going to tell me how it all started for you, getting this band together? Um, so it all started during lockdown, really. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't much else to do <laughs> apart from just be at home and play around with yep. guitars and stuff like that. And I, I started recording a couple of songs. Just, I had these ideas brewing and it all evolved from there. I've put more and more of these ideas together, and then once we come out of lockdown, we're allowed to see people again. Obviously, I'd known Dan from previous bands, and for a very long time we got involved, contacted Phil, um, and we played as a trio, and then a couple of rehearsals in, we decided we need a keyboard. So Jack, being my son, so I'll come and do it. And then it all just come together. Oh, nice. Pretty cool. Excellent. Yeah. And you were an instrumental, you're an instrumental band as well, aren't you? Yes. Which is a little yeah. bit unusual, playing instrumental tracks. Uh, it, it's not that unusual if you ever heard me sing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And what's the first track you're going to play for us this uh, evening? It's a song called Universe 7. Off you go. Thank you. 
So you, you got the you got the sun in your son in the band as well on keyboards. Indeed, yes. Jack. So is this, is it, you, you all come from a musical family. Um, your parents before you. Uh, my dad's a guitar player. That's that's really about it. Um, Jack just decided that one day he wanted to get into keyboards, and it, it all just erupted from there, and it kind of worked <laughs> out for this as well. So it's, um, Jack, take four more lessons on the keyboard. Yeah. He's had a couple of lessons, not really, mostly just just taught himself. <laughs> right, mate. Yeah, I just sort of learn stuff off of of, you, of YouTube uh, sometimes. Yeah. Who's your inspiration on the keyboard then? Who's, who's sort oh, of what? I'm definitely inspired uh, by a, a, ba- a band called uh, da- uh, Daft Punk. Oh yeah, a, yeah, Daft Punk. They do the yeah. electronic style music. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> That's your your sort of thing. But you're playing in a bit of a metal band. Yes. <laughs> it, I do find it quite enjoyable. It's good because it, 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 it gives me some time to be able to just release like everything and, and just play. And, and, yeah. Music is very therapeutic. Yeah. yeah, it is. Do you get yourself involved in the writing of the songs? Um, yeah, it's mostly Seb who's in charge. <laughs> I wouldn't say yeah. in charge. Um, well, you know, I, I, I started with the writing thing um, mm-hmm. recently. We've all been begun to write yeah. together, which is a lot easier as, as, a, <laughs> as a collective sort of thing. Yeah, of course. When you when you sort of all separated by. Uh, you know, doing lockdown and that it makes you know you're pinging tracks around all over the place, and it? it's not quite so creative yeah, yeah, as yeah. being in the same room together. No, twenty twenty was just was just boring. <laughs> the, whole, the entire year was awful. <laughs> yeah, well, no, until we stuck un- in lockdown, until the end. No, it definitely feels more organic writing as a group rather than just me and then bringing it to the other guys saying. Hmm. Let's do it this way. And of course, you get more inputs as well, don't you? Know more ideas, definitely flowing yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm in trouble for messing around with time signatures with that. <laughs> <so. laughs> yeah. What What's the next track you're going to play for us? Uh, Song called "End of Me." Off you go. Oh yeah, this this is good. Oh, I hope they're all good. Yeah, the entire entire thing's all all cool. That's what I mean. <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Any any sort of instrumental bands or uh, progressive rock bands that sort of inf- inf- influence you, Seb? Um, for me in particular, I was um, very into people like Steve Vai, mm-hmm. um, Joe Satriani, um, probably a little bit more modern and be animals as leaders. I've not heard of them, I must admit. Uh, it's, it takes technical instrumental music to a next level, it's crazy. Um, yeah, just whatever sounded good, really. Um, but not just instrumental bands, it was bands like, obviously, Guns N' Roses, or Slash, yeah. um, Foo Fighters, which is my obsession at the moment. Just, I don't know, it was one of them, if it sounded good, I'd listen to it and try try and come up with something. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Sure. yeah. What about Dan on drums? What about you? Who inspires you, Dan? Uh, not many people, really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not? You're not, not, you're, not you're, you're not a social animal, then, really, or what? I, I'm more into the actual... Oh, um, not into the instrumental as much, but I, do, no. I enjoy doing it. Oh, fair enough, then. And how long have you been playing the drums? Uh, since I was ten years old, really. A so oh, fair amount of time, then. Yeah. Any, any, mus- any musicians in your family? Uh, had one... Which was my mother, she played the flute. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and uh, how come you took up the drums at the age of ten? Did you actually want to do it, or did, did somebody sort of encourage you to do it? I, as I'm a motorhead, I like noise, so ah. drums is the best one to do, because I first instrument I tried playing was the violin, but that's too quiet. Fair enough. You, you like a bit of loud noise, then? Oh, definitely. That's, that's for you. That's what I like to hear. Somebody into Motorhead. Can't beat that myself, personally. And what's the next track you're going to play for us, guys? Uh, this is a song called New Blues, which is kind of based off of Miles Davis. So it's a kind of a cover, but it's not at the same time. Uh, so which we started as a jam, and then... It's an adaption. Yeah, an adaption. It evolved into a song. So it's cool. It's called New Blues. Off you go.
I've got a shout out to uh, Tony Wilshaw and Cat's uh, Fred. Cat's uh, Fred, she says a bit stoner that one. I love it. Shout out to uh, Charlotte Purser and uh, shout out to uh, oh, Dan says he likes that track. And uh, Inga says greetings from uh, Nottingham. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you seem to be zooming around the styles a little bit. I think you remind me more of a sort of a 70s style sort of rock band than anything else. Are you into sort of 70s rock bands? It, yeah, I am actually. Um, the thing with instrumental music, mm. because there's no singer, you, I found you have to try and keep people entertained. So if we were to write 10 songs that are all incredibly heavy and fast, and it's all going to sound the same. Of course, yeah. So trying to keep people entertained... The only way I know how, really. <laughs> well, no, that's, yeah. that's a good thing. And, like, you know, like, you send me in the food tracks. Uh, whereabouts did you record them tracks? Um, in my living room. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, um, I'd use a little garage band app. Uh, obviously, now that the band is together, mm. we all record together. When it all started and everything that I've sent out so far is just with garage band and programming the drums and then playing everything else on top. Was that a bit of a learning curve? Yes. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Um, some of my early recordings will never see the light of day. Um, it's quite hard work to do that sort of thing when you're using an interface like GarageBand, really, and you've never used it before. It, it, really, is a, it really is a hard task. To be honest, I, I find recording the hardest part of all of this. It's just... It, it's good when it's done. While you're trying to do it, it's a real... Problem. Home recording so, is, a, is, a, is a challenge, isn't it, really, at the end of the day? Definitely, yeah. So you're recording on a Mac of some sort, then, yeah? Uh, no, I did it on my phone. <laughs> on your phone? Yeah. That's what I, that's <laughs> <laughs> Proper DIY. It's oh, like well, modern, I'll, I'll just say, divided. well done, because a couple of them tracks you sent in to me were not half bad at all. They got Thank a play you. on the radio, so well done to you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't wait until uh, you get yourselves into a studio. You got plans to go into a studio? We do. Um, where we rehearse doubles up as a studio, so mm. we plan to book a couple of hours and probably just put, play Garage Band and record it. That it, yeah. It, it, it where do you rehearsing? Um, just outside of White Boston. It's a place called Nomad Studios. So if Alan or Paul are listening, you're right, guys. But, um, just yeah, just behind the McDonald's in Y Boston, there's a brilliant little rehearsal space which uh, doubles up as a studio. And good shout. Obviously, me, me and Dan went there a good couple of years ago with the last band we were in together, and thankfully after lockdown it was still there. So I messaged Alan and he, he lets us go there still, which is brilliant. Mm. <laughs> so when do you reckon you'll be going back into the studio again? I'm hoping. Well, about going a back month in. or so. Oh, a month roughly. or so. Yeah. About a month, I'm hoping to get some recordings. And how many tracks do you think you'll be doing? Uh, we want to focus on some of the older songs that we play to record them as a band, but we have one song in particular that is on our set tonight. That You're going to concentrate on? Yeah, we, we wrote as a band, and it'll be nice to, mm. to get that sorted. So, it's, um, good things to look forward to, hopefully. Excellent. What's the next track you're going to play for us? Um, we are going to play a cover song, actually. Ooh. It's oddly enough, it's a cover song. It's called, uh, well, everyone knows it. it's Knocking on Heaven's Door in ah. our own style. Off you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>
Okay. I can't remember if I gave uh, Stuart Inger a shout uh, out from Nottingham. Anyway, should, uh, thanks so much for listening and uh, watching the show. And uh, shout out to uh, Liam Hansley. Uh, he says, uh, nice chilled vibes, lovely. Yeah. Can you not hear me? Oh. Oh. Thing is, it was crackling. Hold on. Hold on. He can't hear me. Can you hear me now? <laughs> now? That's weird. Yeah, yeah, because I, I plugged that in directly there. Now, we've had a bit of a technical issue tonight with some crackling and stuff like that again. It's been crackling this side. Can you hear me now? That's fine then. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, fair enough. And the crackling stopped as well because I put my headphones into another socket. Well, fair enough then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are live. It does happen. You know what I mean? It does happen, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. Ever thought of having to go at Fleetwood uh, Max Albatross? What, you mean, um... Nearly. Yeah, that's the one. Close enough. That's the one. Apologise for these Fleetwood Mac fans, but <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> something that I've attempted over the years. Is it? Oh, never quite, never quite got it. Have you guys got any gigs coming up? Um, yeah, so back in uh, where we are in Sydney, it's hmm. uh, obviously I, I know a couple of guys at our local radio, and there's a place called the Art and Soul which hosts gigs. And when the dates come through, we'll be on there, um, and we, we're getting our very own. It's not near its rock festival sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm. I don't know what it's called, actually. It's just, I know, sitting here, it's fest. That's all I get told. But, yeah, there's stuff coming up. Mm. Yeah. And if people want to get in contact with you, how do they get in contact with you? Um, normally just through Facebook. Fair uh, type my name into Facebook. It, it, it's all on there. And, you know, we get found and I reach out to people and say, please let us come and play here, things like that. Yeah, I just <laughs> tell, I just sort of tell my friends. Yeah. <laughs> I would I just, just tell people what, what, what I'm going. I'm going to do is um, at some point I'll just hand hand out out tickets to yeah. everyone who I know. Yeah. No. Once that starts, we'll uh, word of mouth and see what happens. Is there a bit of a music scene over in Sydney? There is. Um, as for instrumental music, I think we're the only one. Yeah. But, um, well, you're probably the only instrumental band in the whole of Cambridge here. I'm guessing. 
I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but yeah. it's probably a good thing to be a little bit different, <laughs> isn't it, than, than everybody else. The, the problem with playing instrumentally is people either like it or it's just really boring. Or when I get asked to play Albatross, I mess it up somewhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody asks you to play Albatross, do they? Um, they have done, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't practiced it properly as well. So I just didn't. I was playing some sort of like, yes, yeah, it's, it's something around there. <laughs> no. Fair enough, fair enough. And what's the next one you're going to play, this, play for us this evening? Um, what are we going to do, guys? We're going to actually do a new song, but I need to switch the guitar over. No, that's fine. I'll give um, a few more shout-outs. Yeah. Uh, shout-out to uh, Ampy Anderson and a shout-out to uh, Shannon Payne. Guys, thank you very much for listening and watching the show. I'm still getting a bit of that crackle, no matter what I do. I don't know where it's coming from, really. Can you get a new headphones, Paul? No, I can't hear it in his headphones. No, it must be coming from this desk somewhere on the line. I can sort of hear it still. Mm. Mm. I, can, I can hear it fine. Oh, no, very strange. Oh. Uh, this is, um, as I mentioned earlier, we've obviously been writing together as a band. Mm-hmm. And I have to switch the guitars over because I've got my seven string. A seven string? Yeah, so um, this has an extra low range compared to normal guitars. What's it like? Is that that last string tuned down to D or something like that? B. So um, with your normal six string, you have a a low E. Uh, With a seven string, you go down to a B, which is. Yeah, seven. Kind of like. We'll get into territory that only dogs can hear. <laughs> 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 you know, it works for what we do. It mixes it up as well. So Fair enough. You've got vary vary it around a little bit. Yeah, so this is a song called Through the Night. Off you go. Thank you. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I've got to give a shout-out to a, a great Facebook name here. It's called Frank the Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, I do as well, yeah. That's, uh, that's the most excellent one. Uh, Michael Grimes' comment, comment says, uh, killing, killing it, old friend. And uh, Tony Wilshaw's comments are cool. Arts. How do you go about writing these songs then, Seb? <sighs> Trying to imitate Steve High, I guess. Um... I do you wake know. up in the morning and there's a, there's a, there's a tune in your head? Or, uh, or you no, just sit there strumming away? Around, I'll be listening to something and think, in a way, how can I knock that off? I think, um, at least you're honest. I'll, I'll try and come <laughs> out with an idea and hopefully people don't notice. Yeah. Well, I've not noticed yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mind you, must admit, I don't listen to too much Steve Vine and stuff like that. No, it's, um, I don't know. Sometimes it could just be through... I'll be sitting playing around with guitar and think well, that sounds cool and we'll, we'll try and do something with that and sometimes it sounds good sometimes it sounds horrendous <laughs> mm. no, it's trial and error how many songs you got in this set if you had to play them all in a row um, this set I think we've got three more songs left to play no but if you say what you was playing in a pub oh right in a pub it would be everything that we have so currently it's about 12 songs fair enough so it's, um, it's building it slowly and adding things yeah I mean tw- 12 songs is quite a good Good long set, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, because some of your songs are quite long as well, aren't they? Some of them must be four, four and a half minutes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's more of my progressive influence, I guess. People like John Petrucci and Dream Theater, Tesseract are the reason that I have a seven string in the first place. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Tesseract. But... Yeah, I think I vaguely I think my mate Tony who listens in who's commenting here, and he, he, might, he might well have done so. Yeah. Whereabouts did you buy a seven string guitar from, though? That's what intrigues ah, me. Oh, right. Well, I hope Laura's tuning in. So I was in Cambridge in PMT and they had one of these on the shelves. So I very kindly asked if I could play it. Mm-hmm. He said, yes. Uh, I really took to the guitar straight away. And then, funnily enough, that Christmas time, it was under the tree. So oh. thank you very much, Laura. She's a... Uh, <laughs> that your other half, Laura? She's my better half, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Jack's big mom, sh- my better half. Big shout out to Laura. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, it just appeared under the tree, which, weirdly enough, I thought was a guitar case by itself because I had another seven string that I'd got hold of. Oh, so, so you got two seven strings? I, I did have. Michael ah. actually has the other one, but I got it second hand, so mm. I needed a case for it. So <laughs> when I opened it up, I actually thought it was a guitar case. It's a very nice surprise for you. Inside then. it. Yeah. Very, very nice. What, what make is it? Ibanez. Ah. Ibanez Universe. It's, it's a, a nice guitar then, by the sounds of that. Yeah, there's a... Both designed by Steve Vai, this one, and the gem sitting over there, so... I'm, yeah, you can't really go wrong with Steve Vai guitars. <laughs> nice. Yeah, made by the master. Mm. Yeah. Are, they, are they a common thing, like seven-string guitars? I mean, I know they get 12-strings, but seven-strings, I've never heard of, I must admit. Um, they're becoming more common. Uh, it really started back in the 90s with corn. Yep. Uh, they had seven strings and they would tune the whole Did thing they? down a step. So instead of a low B, you actually had a low A. Yeah. So it, it was really low. And then, obviously, as the new millennium come along, bands such as, or is it, I think, Deftones, yep. Sugar, a little bit later, Tesseract, Animals as Leaders, they all started to come out with these seven string, or in some cases, eight string guitars, yeah. which is incredibly low. I mean, that's like low enough to break glass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, 
I've played one, then it's, eight's not for me. Um, but they're slowly creeping in. So uh, Dream Theater used seven-string guitars on occasion. Um, who else used seven-strings? trying to think. Oh, I'm getting a bit of an education. I do like to learn something. Yeah. Uh, I think it just depends on what kind of sound you're going for. Yeah. The advantage is, with a seven-string, you've got the extra low range. Hmm. But you don't... If you don't cut off your high range, if, so if I had a six string, I tune it down to B. Yeah, I'll show you. I cut the high end off, yeah. so this has it all in one, which um, is is great for me. <laughs> um, like I say, I, I've taken this out, and people look at it and they're like, "What? Have you glued? Have you put an extra string on there somewhere on the line? You've adapted it up or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, people just don't. They don't seem to get it. You know, it's like." You know what's going on, but no, it take. I took me about a day to get used to it, just, yeah. just playing around. But once you're used to it, you, you go back and forth with a six and seven. Well, with, with ease, really. I'm, oh, I, I'm so used to it now, but yeah. yeah, that's the only song I've got for a seven string tonight, though. So it's back to the six. Oh, it's, 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 it's back to the six string. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And what, what's the next one you're going to play for us? You got three left, yeah? Well, yeah. So um, we're going to play. A song that was written by Phil. So Phil, Phil's the guy on the bass player. We haven't had a chat with Phil. Keep on forgetting about him because I can't. Actually, I can't actually see him. He's, he's hidden right in the corner there. I know. Hi, you Phil. How you doing? Thank you very much. Good to you. Yeah, fine. Thank you very much. How long have you been playing that bass guitar for? Uh, about ten years, maybe. But I'm. Um, Really not very good. <laughs> Bless you, right? Sound all right to me, Phil. Yeah, but for 30 years I was playing drums. Was you? Yes. We get a lot of people who come in on this show recently who start off as drummers and end up playing different instruments. I think we've had a, a drummer who became a vocalist in the last few weeks. Not going to happen with me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And we've had a drummer who became a guitar player, I think, as well. It's, it's kind of... And then we've got a drummer... Sorry, it's kind of natural thing that drummer becoming a bass player. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting next to you going, nah, it's we not. We need to stick together. <laughs> he actually plays bass. Does he? Yes. Oh, then, then there you go. See, he, he, he don't, you don't want to admit it. When he says play bass, I don't play, like, very good. I only know one song and that's it. <laughs> you know one song more than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that, that's the thing. We're going to play a song that Phil brought to the band. This is called Climbing Waterfalls. Oh, sounds good to me.
Laura Elizabeth, she says, uh, I'm watching said. I'm watching Seb. Well done, guys. It's a great show. Uh, Tony Wilshaw says, Space Rock, fantastic. <laughs> and uh, Michael Grimes has said, uh, Seb's pretty close to Steve Vai. Let's face it. There we go. High praise indeed. What are you after, Michael? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, thank you for all the comments. Um, it's just... It's, it's nice to come and do stuff like this. I say, it's... Being an instrumental band is... You know, it's fun but hard. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know. I think you'd be great on a in a sort of like like a rock festival on a on a sunny Sunday or Saturday afternoon. You know, sort Anyone's of like listening? Three or four, <laughs> three or four in the afternoon, where everybody's sort of chilled out and stuff like that. You'd go down well. You really, really would. Anyone's yeah. listening? Well, I think people would really, really enjoy it. That sort of nice chilled vibe. You know. So you got two more left for us, yeah? Yeah. So yeah, do you want to play them back to back for us? Um... Yeah, I guess so. So this next one is just me on my own at the mm-hmm. moment. It's just a little classical-inspired piece. Uh, this is called Snow. Ooh, off you go. So our last song is a track called The Moon Kingdom, which, if anyone knows how nerdy I actually am, the name is taken from an old anime called Sailor Moon, where, obviously, they had the Moon Kingdom and they went to war. So this is Moon Kingdom.
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sebastian Thompson. Uh, three more shout-outs. A shout-out to uh, Mo W. Sanchez and a shout-out to Alan Cowie. And a big shout-out to Paul Biggins on the mixing desk this evening. He's also been operating the video cameras. Well done, Paul. Uh, this is a band. So they go by the name of uh, Sadistic Slobs. The, uh, take, the track is taken from the album Simple Songs for Light-Minded Idiots. That's me, then. And the song's called World War Three in Weatherspoons. <laughs> This is Jane. She loves helping out in the garden. And uh, over there, that's Philip and Mary. Now, they take their coffee without milk. And here's Graham. As long as he's got a good book to hand, he's happy. At Anchor, 
We care about supporting your loved ones so they can lead a rich and fulfilling life. That's why we offer person-centered residential care at Claiborne Court in Peterborough. To find out more and see our latest offers, search Claiborne Court Peterborough. Anchor. Who cares? We do. Individuals and businesses across Peterborough are joining the workspace community at Desco in Hampton. We believe that we work better together and our cutting-edge workspace is designed for the way we work today. Desco is COVID secure, so your staff can work safely if they can't currently work from home or at your office. With high-speed Wi-Fi, flexible meeting rooms and catering, you can rent space by the hour, day or month at Desco in Hampton. Book a tour and a free coffee at desco.com.
Uh, that was uh, Birmingham's Love Breakers on a song called uh, Sparks. This is a band by the name of uh, Broken Side. They come from Knoxville, USA, and the song's called uh, Cartographer. They do remind me a little bit at all, but that's not a bad thing.
<laughs> Broken side and cartographer. This is an art band by the name of Rosie and a song called Willingness. And uh, when it's like I said before, previous in the show, if you want to send a uh, tracking to me, please email me at dotmason at sky.com. We usually receive more than we can play, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, this is a band from Germany, they go by the name of Marika, and the song's called Give It To Me.
Hi, it's Chris McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733-237-525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM.
song was called Agitator when he hails from uh, Manchester. Very interesting indeed. Uh, this is the last track that was sent to show this week. Uh, they're called From Inside and the song's called Let Me In. Let's 
There we go, that's uh, from inside, and uh, let me in. Just about time for uh, me to say goodbye to you. Coming up after the news, Christmas Day, then back to the 80s. Don't forget to turn in. He's got a guest of the evening by the name of uh, Tommy Philpott. Uh, next week, uh, oh, can't come to me at the moment who, who, who we've got in on the show. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I forgot. Anyway, good night. Have a, have a, be safe wherever you are. Uh, this could play you out of an oldie. Uh, the mod- Oh, Thomas Dinlevy. That's what we've got on the show next week. Thomas Dinlevy. It's my old brain. It's, going, it's getting worse and worse. Uh, play you out of the model. Craftwork. Good night. Sound promo 